Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, in this video, I wanna share with you seven healthcare marketing tips to help you grow your business online. And I wanna share these with you from having worked with thousands of clients over the past couple of years and seeing some of the trends that continue to pop up over and over again. I think this will serve you really well. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Uriel Kim here from Healthpreneur. Uh, just in case you don't know, we help health professionals grow their businesses online. So if you need more clients, if you need better systems in place, if you need to uh, achieve your goals and you're not getting there fast enough, well, that's what we help you do. Anyways, so um, as I mentioned, I've worked with a lot of clients over the years, health practitioners, coaches, uh, really the whole spectrum, okay? And a lot of them want to move away from brick and mortar to work online because they want more money, more freedom, more location, independence, all the good stuff. Uh, some of them are already online, but they don't know really how to attract the clients they want to get or achieve the goals that they want. Because the reality is that building a business online is hard. It's not easy. And it's actually quite easier. Is that, is that even English? Quite easier? Quite a bit easier to grow a brick and mortar uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, people can actually walk by your clinic and actually be like, oh, wow, there's a physical establishment, which is visibility-wise really good. Uh, number two, there's a lot more trust built very quickly in person compared to online. So those are two things you're, uh, we online are working against, but the, the trade-off is infinite. Like building a business online is, is the best thing I've ever done in my life, other than obviously having my kids and, you know, doing all that stuff. It, it's afforded me the, the lifestyle that I now have to uh, travel pretty much whenever I want outside of, you know, the pandemic, et cetera to work from wherever I want, to help people all around the world, to not be limited by a capacity ceiling, to building an amazing team, to uh, really setting my own schedule and, and living life on my terms. And that's something I was never able to do when I was working one-on-one -on -one with clients uh, 12, 14, 16 hours a day way back in the day. So I wanna share with you uh, seven things uh, I think are very important to think about uh, with respect to marketing and growing a business online as a health professional, okay? So let's dive into these. So first thing here is you need to take your business seriously, not a hobby. Now, I'm saying this specifically in the context of a health practice online because what I see quite often is you'll have, um, I don't know, a chiropractor, let's just say, who spends $10,000, $15,000 a month on, in their lease for their clinic, Okay. And then they come online and they want to do everything for free. So they're not willing to invest even basic things like 97 bucks a month for click funnels to build web pages for your funnel, etc. So you have to take your business seriously and you have to consider it like a business because this is the vehicle that's going to build your future. And if you treat it like a side hustle and a hobby, that's essentially the type of results you're going to get. So I understand that we all start off at, you know, it might be a few hours a week that you have to devote to this. And that's totally fine. When I started online 2005, it was one hour a day. I would just take my lunch break and I would start building out the stuff I was going to do online. I had no clue what I was doing, but I spent the time to start building that. And then eventually I transitioned full time. 
So you have to take this seriously because what you put in is what you're going to get out. So that's the first thing is just don't think of it like a, like a hobby or a side hustle. Consider it like you're building an empire, a legacy, something that's going to really be substantial. And I think you'll take it a lot more serious as a result of that. So second thing along those lines is to invest in yourself and in your business. So the biggest mistake that I made when I was starting out, so from beginning of 2006 to 2009, when I really committed to going online, is I said to myself, I'm going to do everything by myself. I'm a smart guy. I can figure this out. A lot. See, here's the thing. Sometimes being smart is really stupid because we think that we have what it takes to figure things out. And although I do believe higher intelligence is a major benefit for everything, um, sometimes it can be a major crux that holds you back because when you're smart, and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying like I'm, I'm some kind of like a savant here. I'm just saying I'm pretty smart, okay? And I'm sure you are as well. But sometimes when you have that level of smartness, it can also uh, butt heads with being coachable and being open-minded and humble. And I think that was a big mistake that I made for the first three years because I'm like, I've never achieved what I want to achieve, but somehow I'm going to figure it out by myself. It's not going to happen. So the biggest catalyst in my business was when I finally invested in two things. In 2010, I made the commitment to start going to some live events and learning and like, hey, maybe I should learn some stuff, right? And then meet other people in the health space who are doing stuff online. That was a huge catalyst for my business. Even bigger than that was at one of those events, I met my first coach. So I hired him. It was 18,000 bucks. I didn't even make $18,000 my previous year online, but I knew I needed to do that. So that was the big inflection point in my business from which, you know, it just took off and uh, we were able to build, you know, a tremendous empire really on the backbone of those, those investments because I started to take the business more seriously and I started to get out of my own way. So you have to be able to invest in yourself just like you did with school. If you, if you dropped hundreds of thousands of dollars in professional schooling, why would you not do that in your business? And I'm not saying you have to drop hundreds of thousands of dollars in um, business education, but I promise you any money you spend, even the worst courses or coaching programs when it comes to building your business are still gonna help you out tremendously, okay? So just invest in yourself. Like you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And it's a new skill set you have to learn if you're building your business online, okay? That's, you don't have, you don't know that if you haven't built your business in the way you want it to, right? So that's the second thing. So along those lines, the third thing here is understanding that free takes forever. What I've realized over the years is that successful people understand that Money is cheap and time is expensive. And I think when you're starting out, especially when you're younger and you have maybe a little bit more runway and more time on your hands, um, it's tough to wrap your head around that. But when you start understanding how much time you have in life, how much value each hour of your day is, especially if you have like kids and other stuff going on, you really have to think about why am I doing what I'm doing? Because there's two ways of growing your business. There's free and there's paid. I'm going to talk about paid in just a second, but you have to understand that if you are doing stuff for free, so when I say free, I mean posting stuff on social media, posting, uh, writing a blog post, uh, stuff like that, right? It requires your time and effort as opposed to you using leverage like money to get more visibility. The challenge with free is that pretty much every single platform other than TikTok as of this recording 
is very, 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 almost, I'm gonna say near impossible to build from zero to a very high level in a relatively short amount of time doing it organically and free. And that's because all the platforms that we all play on, um, notably Facebook and Instagram are owned, well, obviously by Facebook, between the two of them close to 3.5 billion users and they are pay-to-play platforms. If you've ever posted something on Facebook or Instagram and you're like, why didn't anyone see it? That's why. 2% of your followers are gonna see anything you post organically. So those platforms are basically saying, if you want people to see your stuff, you need to put some money behind it. So I'm not gonna get into the nitty gritties of how to do that. I have a ton of other videos on the channel uh, that can show you how, so be sure to subscribe and check out the other videos. Um, especially around the perfect client pipeline, you're gonna wanna look at that and see what that's all about. But essentially, you know, don't expect miracles if you're going to build this, if you think you're going to build your business on the back of free time and effort, because if that's the case, you're going to have to live and die by the grind and hustle culture, which has been so enamored uh, or, or so rewarded, which is a complete, I don't even understand. There is a time and place to work hard for sure but I would rather you work hard on building assets and systems that can work for you forever instead of working hard creating stupid videos on Instagram or TikTok uh, that have zero value uh, to you or the audience that you're sharing it with. So that's just my take on this, okay? Um, With that said, are there people who've built their business organically and free? A thousand percent. But I would love for you to ask them how long it took them to do so. And here's a caveat. I'm not talking about talking to girls who are taking videos in their bikinis. And that's not a business. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about like building a legitimate business where somehow you've been able to do it on the back end of organic and free. Listen, my first business was built on that. And it took me nearly 10 years to do that. Okay, I built a YouTube channel to more than 300,000 subscribers. Our blog was 1.4 million visitors per month. That required a tremendous amount of time. And if you think it's free, it's not. Because even with our blog, which writing is free, not really. We had an editorial team of $30,000 a month in payroll. So to keep up with the search engines and try to compete with other websites, you can't publish one thing a day. It takes a long time. So we're publishing multiple articles a day, two to three, 4,000 words. It was a machine, okay? That's the nature of free. It's not really free, but even if you think it is, it's gonna require a tremendous amount of sweat equity, which you have to make a decision around, am I okay doing that for the next five to seven years to see the payoff that I'd rather see in the next six to 12 months? If you'd rather get faster results that are more sustainable, uh, you're definitely gonna wanna master paid acquisition, which is, again, something I talk about in some of my other videos. So after you watch this one, check out, uh, we'll post a link below for the Perfect Client Pipeline, which is really the the simplest and best model for attracting clients online as a health professional. So that's that. Um, Fourth thing, so this is the fourth thing, is you need to niche down to scale up. So you're a health professional and you can help a lot of people, which is great, but it's also not so great because just because you can help everyone doesn't mean you should. And here's why. There's two reasons why you have to niche down. Number one, there's a marketing problem that is gonna ensue. And number two, there's a delivery problem that will ensue if you try to help everyone. So here's what happens typically in a clinic. Okay, let's just say you're a naturopath. And unless you currently specialize in only one condition, you probably have many different people coming into the clinic, right? Weight issues, gut issues, skin issues, I'm recovering from cancer, I have no energy, all this different stuff. 
And so what ends up happening is every single patient or client has a unique protocol, right? Do this, all right, here's your regimen, here's your plan. And every single person is a unique, like special snowflake, which is fine, but you can't scale that because every single person is a unique individual case. So what you need to think about is, do I want to continue doing that? And if you do, great, that's your decision, cool. But if you want freedom and you want to impact more people and you want to make a lot more money instead of you trading time for dollars forever, you have to understand the power of scaling up through niching down. So let's just say that you choose one target market, okay? I'm going to help people with IBS. Let's just say that. That's, I'm a naturopath. I'm going to specialize in IBS. Now, here's the cool thing. Do you want to work with a generalist or a specialist as a consumer, right? Everyone wants a specialist. If you have a brain tumor, you're not going to go to your GP. You're going to go to the brain surgeon. If you want the best Japanese food, you're going to the best Japanese restaurant. You're not going to the buffets that have Japanese, Chinese, Mexican, Italian food all together. It's the same thing with your business. If, if people don't see you as the specialist in the area of their concern, they would rather not work with you compared to someone else who is. So from a marketing perspective, your messaging becomes that much tighter and that much more compelling because you are the hero to a specific problem that a specific category of people are dealing with. So the marketing becomes a lot easier because now your messaging is very tight and it speaks to one audience, not, hey, I can help you with your health problems. You just become a commodity at that point versus when you specialize, you start to become, it's easier to elevate in your marketplace as becoming an authority, a celebrity, and ultimately the the specialist that everyone wants to work with. Okay. So from a marketing perspective, it's very powerful. From a delivery perspective, the second piece here is that when every single one of your clients or patients has IBS, they all have the same plan, right? Barring a couple customizations here and there, but for the most part, how to get from A to Z is the same if everyone has the same condition. So delivery makes a whole lot more sense and it becomes a whole lot easier compared to you have some people with IBS, some people with skin issues, some people with hair loss, some people with low energy, some people like it just, you can't run a business like that. Okay. You are a slave if that's the type of model you're following. And sadly, that's the medical model. That's the archaic medical model that all of us have been bought into, okay? Bought into, because we paid our way into this. We spend tons of money, tons of time in school, only to come out, here, put the handcuffs on my hands, put the shackles on my ankles, and for the next 10, 20, 50 years of my life, I'm gonna become a slave in the service of others. It's absolutely ridiculous, okay? So niche down to scale up, or you're gonna burn out, 100%. Okay. Number five here is, this is a big one, big one. You don't need a pretty website. You do not even need a website. If you have one, that's great, right? People are gonna search your name, they're gonna find you up on Google, but I promise you this. If you spend any more than a couple hundred dollars on a website and you're not currently making more than a million dollars per year in your business online, you are wasting a tremendous amount of money. I have spoken with many health and fitness professionals who are like, man, like I'd love to work with you, but I just dropped $10,000, $15,000 on a website redesign. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, how many people come to your website per month? Oh, you don't even know? Here, let me, let me just, I'm going to ponder a guess. Five? Zero? 
maybe a few hundred at the most. The reality, so earlier I mentioned when you have a clinic, people walk by the clinic or the gym and they're like, oh, there's a thing here. I'm gonna walk in. I promise you that's never gonna happen online. And why is that? Well, here's the thing. Type how many pages exist on Google and you will find, at least the last time I did this, 130 trillion, trillion, trillion pages. That's more than a billion. That's 130 trillion. So if here you come, you're starting a business online, you have a website with a homepage, an about us page, services page, contact us page, four or five pages, maybe a couple blog posts. Let's say your website has 10 pages. How on earth do you think you're gonna compete with the webmds.com? You're not going to. And that's never, ever, ever gonna happen. And as I mentioned before, I'm not talking out of the, out of the ethers here. I'm talking from actually having done this built my personal brand, my first business, to 1.4 million visitors per month. I'm telling you, it requires a huge amount of time and money. It's not free. Now, with Healthpreneur, we actually didn't even invest a lot of money on our website because we know that even to this day, even though we are the leader in this space, we don't get a significant amount of traffic coming to our website. People see our Facebook ads, and then they might type in my name on YouTube, on on Google and find our stuff, but very few people are gonna search, uh, you know, for what, it doesn't make sense. Like for the volume of search, it's not gonna make sense. And if you are in a space like weight loss, you're competing against massive businesses that are just gonna gobble you up and there's no way you're gonna stand out. So please don't spend a lot of money on a pretty website. It's like buying, it's like wasting money on fancy business cards or cool office chairs. None of that stuff matters, okay? It does not matter. All you need is a simple acquisition system to bring clients in, help them transform their lives. And then when you're at about a million bucks, okay? When you're at a bit of a million bucks, then you can invest in a pretty website. Deal? And with the full, like knowing full well that no one's ever gonna see it anyways unless you send them there. So I'm telling you this because I don't want you to waste money and I think there's a lot of overpriced design out there that I don't think is gonna move the needle in the slightest for your business. Okay, number six is, and this is a big one, okay? If you don't have a system, you don't have a business. Simple, okay? So if you are posting videos on Instagram and it's like, that, 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 like answering stupid questions, and I'm, I'm very opinionated about this, obviously. I, I talk about this in so many of my videos because it drives me nuts when I see uh, and this is not so much of a, of a health professional thing, but you have young girls, you know, doing videos of themselves undressing on Instagram or TikTok. I'm like, are you for real? Like this whole influencer thing is a joke. It's a joke. Okay. Oh, you got lots of eyeballs. You're going to take a picture with like, Hey, like buy this water bottle at the link below, whatever. Like that's not a business. It's ridiculous. And maybe I'm a little bit old school here and maybe that's going to be the way of the future. But I promise you this one, those girls are are fat and saggy later on in life. Not that they, you know, not that everyone has to become fat and saggy, but you know what I mean, hopefully. It's um, it's not a system, okay? A business is a system that produces a profit for the owner independent of the owner's input, okay? So let me give you an example of what a system is not. So my kids like this ice cream place called the Dippery, so we go there every now and then, and it's like a soft serve ice cream place that you can dip into like, whatever, all sorts of dips and stuff, like chocolate sauce and whatever. And every time I go there, which is like once every couple of weeks, I see the same guy, right? There's a young guy, 
Okay, so he's an employee. And then there's the owner of the place. Now I'm thinking to myself, this guy's the owner of this franchise. I can't even imagine how many hundreds of thousands of dollars he paid to own this thing. But he, he doesn't own it, it owns him. Because every single time I'm there, he's there. And he's the one pouring the soft serve ice cream. I'm like, dude, that's, that's not a business. That's a, you just bought yourself a job. Congratulations. How's that working out? A system, by contrast, <clears throat> a business, by contrast, is he, let's say the owner, invests in the franchise. He builds a team in an acquisition system that brings people in and serves them. And he's chilling somewhere else. Okay. That in that context, now in the context of actually helping people, it's a little bit different. But the thing is, if you're going to work with clients, which is great, which is what you should, it's just, I love doing it, right? You have to have a system for different aspects of your business. You need a system for generating leads, a system for enrolling those, turning those leads into paying clients, a system for delivering consistent results to those clients. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And there's a couple of basic systems in your business. Like those are the three basic ones, right? Attract leads, convert them into paying clients, deliver amazing results. If you don't have a system for each one of those three, you are the employee. You are the cog in the wheel and you don't have a scalable business. And that's okay to start with. But if you want to scale, then you have to start thinking more systematically. Because if you think of the medical model, okay, patient comes in to see you or a client comes to see you, they pay you a hundred bucks. Thanks for the session. They leave. And then what? Let's say they don't come in next or they come in four weeks later. You don't get paid unless they're there. They don't get helped unless they're there, unless they see you. And it's an archaic model because what happens if you take a week off? Let's say you have 80 patient appointments booked out in a week. What happens if you take a week off? Well, let's take those 80 appointments and let's squish them down to zero. If no one's coming in to see you, you have zero patient appointments, zero money coming in. That's not a business, okay? That is a job and you have to think about the reality of that. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, well, what do I do instead? Exactly. That's why people come to us for help because we can show you a better way of doing things where you can help your clients get better results even without your presence. So if you do want to take a week off to just kind of like relax for a second, your income doesn't go down. It actually continues to stay where it is or goes up and your clients continue improving even when you're not there. Okay. So if that's of interest to you, that's what we do, right? There's whatever, just check out our stuff. The links are below. So that's the six things. If you don't have a system, you don't have a business. And number seven, the final healthcare marketing tip here that I want to share with you is, is the following. One target market, one platform, right? So one traffic source, one funnel until you're at a million dollars in revenue. So I have, I've had clients that are like, you know, so we help our clients build out a perfect client pipeline. That's like the, the, the funnel or the platform for acquisition, generating leads, et cetera. And they're like, oh man, like I had a great month. We did like 20K. I'm thinking of opening up like another one for this target market. I'm like, that's a stupid idea. You had, you had a good month, 20K, congratulations. Um, until you're doing 20K consistently and growing to at least a million dollars in revenue, you have no reason to start another pipeline to another niche because now you've just complicated your business twofold. You got to redo your marketing, you got to redo all your deliverables. You have to do, like, you have to duplicate everything you've just done for the second market. And the thing is like, if you're, trust me, if you're in the health space, no matter how niche you go, 
you will never in your lifetime serve everyone in that target market. I promise you that. Just think of people with, well, let's just use an obscure condition like alopecia. Okay, so I lost my hair when I was 17 to alopecia. And I think it's like one out of 100 people who have it. I don't even know. But that's 1% of the population on the planet. Okay, so even if you're targeting niche like alopecia, 1% of the population on the planet, let's just call that 700 million people, there's no way you're serving that. Even if it's 0.01% of the population, let's call it 70 million people. Are you going to serve 70 million people in your lifetime? No. What Even if it's 7 million people, are you going to personally help 7 million people in your lifetime? No. Okay. So don't worry about expanding to other niches. Like just dominate one and just go deep on that one oil well. Because that's what smart people do. That's what successful people do. So I'm, I'm telling you, complexity will kill your business. Simplicity scales, complexity fails. And naturally, business gets more complex as you grow. So you have to do what you can to keep the reins on and stay focused and disciplined. Because if you don't, that's going to happen too many times. That was my first business. I'm telling you this from personal experience as well. My first business was a friggin' complexity nightmare. Hundreds of products, hundreds of funnels, way too much wastage. Um, it was just, it wasn't fun. Okay. So those are the seven healthcare marketing tips. I know this video has gone on a little bit longer than I was expecting. Hopefully this has been valuable for you. If it has, subscribe to this channel, wherever the button is, somewhere on this video or below. Um, in the description below, we've included a link for the Perfect Client Pipeline. If you want to learn about the, the system to attract more paying clients into your virtual practice, your online coaching business, check it out. I think it'll make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so there you go. All right, guys. Hope this has found you well. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Check out the next video and I'll see you soon. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.